Jordan Brad. What's up, dude? I I miss you, man. We found you. I I have been found. You were lost. We found you. Well, to be honest, I was never lost. I just well, wasn't around. You weren't around, but we found you. You. Man, I got worried sick. Ah, man, I'm sorry that you were worried, but I gotta give props and some thanks out to Corey to uh, filling in in my spot. In the meantime, uh, as you kind of mentioned, uh, my old buddy from flight school got married, and I was down in uh, San Clemente, California, for his wedding. Uh, awesome, beautiful celebration. It was a lot of fun. Quinn, Emily, congratulations. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying yourself in Fiji. As a matter of fact, I saw. We have one listen from Fiji, so it's probably Quinn listening to the latest episode of the podcast on his honeymoon. So thank you, Quinn, for doing that. Um, awesome. Thanks, Quinn. And Emily, did you say your name is? Emily. Emily. Congratulations. That's really exciting. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I was down in Southern California and got to catch up with some of my old Army buddies when I lived down there for the Army, too. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, so thank you, Corey, for filling in. Jordan, Corey, you guys rock. Thanks for uh, rocking out that episode, man. Yeah, we did our best, man. I I just couldn't. I can't say Corey like I say Brian. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't I, quite work. It doesn't, but it also brought a little Corey. bit different uh, flavor to it uh, than uh, just you and I talking. Um, Corey is definitely, definitely the intellectual. He, yeah, he is an intellectual, and uh, yeah, we had we had a lot of fun. Good, good. Yeah, for sure. What's, anyway, what it is, Jordan, what it is. What do you mean, Brian? That's my question. What it is. I know. I feel like I haven't talked to you forever, so I got to figure out what's going on in your life, man. Well, um life's good. I've I've got I've had this cough for like going on a week and a half, two weeks now, and I'm trying to kick it. I don't know if it has to do with some possible exposure to black mold that I may have experienced oh my in goodness. my house. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, me too. But did, did you, you go know, to the I, doctor? No. Well, You're a health he, professional. How have you not gone to the doctor? Well, I went to another doctor. I went to a dermatologist because I had an appointment set up. Oh well, that from, doesn't like, do a anything about your cough. I could have asked him, I guess, and he'd have been like, <laughs> I don't know, go see a pulmonologist or something. Hey Doc, I know I know you said this uh, spot on my back looks good, but how about this cough? Is this is this? Yeah, Jordan, how does this sound? I have no idea. <laughs> Do I have moles on my lungs? <laughs> oh no. my goodness! Yeah, so I don't. I I did a little bit of research and um, looked into black mold exposure because you know that I've I've heard pretty serious things, pretty gnarly things. Um the word myotoxin came up and uh, essentially there are some molds that are like way bad for you. Um, and some like you would know pretty quickly. Um, and then the kicker seems to be persistent exposure to it. So um, like living in an old house that might have it. Yeah. 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 Living in Carlos uh, where it may be, Here's the thing is that it was like pretty dormant because it was behind walls is I was destroying this room and that's when I found it. Uh, but, and when I found it, I sprayed it down with bleach and stuff, 
but are you um, wearing like a respirator or a mask or anything like that I was. I was wearing a mask, but uh, I was reading. Apparently, they have masks that are rated for uh, mold spores, and my mask wasn't that. Suffice it to say, I'm not like I'm not like dying. You know, I'm not um, incredibly worried about it. I just need rest and all that kind of stuff, and I'm taking care of the mold problem, so that'll uh-huh. be out of the way. Fair enough. If next week you're still coughing and you haven't seen the doctor, then I will. Uh... I will call the ambulance to show up to your place. You'll do it for me? I will call it for you. Muchas gracias, senor. That's what we well, do. That's what we do for each other. I would never do that for you. I know you wouldn't. So on to the topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are we talking about today, Brian? There's no cheesy segues. No. I'm just excited to have you back. I, I know. There's no cheesy segues. So, topic is... Music. No, we we wanted to talk about uh, music and its impact on our lives, um, as well as uh, this uh, infamous country band of ours that we're trying to form, and and kind of what uh, where where we're at with that, and and what it is, and what it is. So, quick favorite song. I know that's a hard question for you to answer. It is impossible for me to answer. Okay, favorite song right now. Lordy, lordy. A song um, you listen to repeat over and over and over again right now. Right now. You know, I don't know that I have one that I've listened to repeat uh, or listened to on repeat recently. I'm trying to think. Oh, probably the most recent one um, was a song called, uh, what the hell is it called? Bad Wolf. It's called Bad Wolf and it's by AWOL Nation. Okay. And here, I'll give you... You've never heard it, have you, Brian? Nope, definitely never heard it. AWOL Nation, is that in reference to like the uh, military acronym? Absent without leave? uh, Yeah, it's AWOL. It's AWOL Nation, so I don't know what the... Posey's Posey's greeting us in the background if you hear her barking. She's out there exploring the world. Oh... Poor little Posey, having to go chase squirrels and stuff. Do you have squirrels on your property? Uh, We have a few, yeah. If anything else, we have all sorts of different animals, like turkeys and cats and stuff. AWOL Nation. Okay, so that's that's the song that you're listening to right now. Um, Well, it's not one that I'm listening to right now, um, but it's one that, like, it's probably the most recent one that I just, like, obsessed about. Okay. And that's kind of my that's my personality with songs. And I found this out like um apparently I have pretty bad self-awareness when it comes to music. I love music, but um I found found out from um Carly told me that essentially she's like a really uh, she's a lyrics person. Like the lyrics really appeal to her. She pays attention to lyrics. Okay. I realized that I've been listening to some songs for like most of my life, like 20 years. And I still don't know what they say at some parts of the song. <laughs> You're more of a tempo I'm the music. in the music side. Yeah. yeah. Like, what does it sound like? That I'm makes like, sense for, a, for the amount of uh, musical instruments you play and stuff like that. That makes a lot of sense though. Yeah. So I'm doing my best here. My computer is taking its sweet ass time. But I'm trying to pull the song up, actually, so you can listen to it, and we could talk about it a little bit. Okay. I'm not going to play the whole damn song, but I want to 
I want to play a part of it that um, is like super catchy, which I, I think you'll be able to see why. Okay. Well, while you're pulling that up, I'll give you a little bit of a musical background yeah. of me, man. What's um, your favorite? What have you been listening to right on now? repeat? Um, Probably nothing, because you can't listen to a damn song all the way through. Yeah, it's true. I, I do have music ADD, so I skip a song uh, over and over again. Uh, I would say, though, what I've really listened to recently is the uh, newest Chris Stapleton CD. Um, he's a country artist uh, that... He's a big. He was a big songwriter. Still is a big songwriter, and uh, actually put out um, some hits for uh, like he wrote a song for Adele um, and a couple other country artists, and and finally hit it big a couple years ago with his uh, his own CD and uh, really good. Kind of goes back to uh, the uh, the roots of country, I think, and uh, amazing voice. Um, and his newest CD is pretty awesome. So I've been listening to that kind of on repeat and over and over again but uh now music has been a part of my life you know for shit as long as i can remember um no no a surprise here i grew up listening to country music i know that that that's that, uh, uh, a shocker um such a hick I, I know uh listen to country music and i would say i listen to strictly country music i mean obviously minus stuff a little bit on the radio here and there but like country was my genre of choice up until about probably seventh eighth grade until i get you know the wanting to fit in uh crowd and uh country wasn't the um music of choice for the the rest of my friends and so i remember meeting a buddy of mine in high school who who moved up to the area from uh los angeles and introduced me some music my buddy evan so i owe a lot to him in terms of my uh spreading out the genres of music because uh, i remember sitting we used to it's every wednesday morning uh before school school would start like instead of like 7 uh 30 it started like at 8 50 only 8 50 days um and so for us whose parents just still dropped it off normal time there was a opportunity to just hang out at at the, at the uh, church uh area for like an hour ahead of time before school started and just hang out with the rest of the high school kids. And so huh. I remember sitting on a couch and Evan introduced me to the offspring and my love okay. for the offspring and Metallica and punk and that kind of stuff uh, was born. And uh, the song that got me was uh, the offspring's gone away from their X gone, gone away from their X on the Ombre CD. And sing it. Uh, no, I'm not going to sing it for you. Um, <laughs> and it, uh, I just remember just being obsessed with that song and I went out and through the course of the rest of the like high school career, I think I bought like, I tried to go and buy every single offspring CD I could and every, every single Metallica CD, not every single Metallica CD, but a bunch of Metallica CDs. And, and like for a few years, like I just didn't listen to as much country as I had, I had because it wasn't cool. And then I, uh, senior year, I realized you know what? It might be pretty cool to start listening to country again, and I kind of got back on the and my musical genre uh, listening uh, is is all over the place now. Uh, I prefer country. You're back to your roots. Yeah, I prefer country, um, but I'll listen to it all, man. I love uh, guys. I mean, as as obscure, not obscure, but as 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 far out as going from country to Bone Thugs and Jay Z and DMX and a little bit of you know uh, classical music every once in a while and. Uh, 
I, I love music. Music is a very important thing uh, in my life. Wait, so I queued up this. I just want to get an idea of what this Xne thing is. Let's hear it. For a for a fourteen year old, fourteen to sixteen year old kid, you know, going through puberty and the world, that that was like the song, like that 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 touched me, man. <laughs> I got it. Going through the world, growing up, rites of passage, that kind of stuff. Dude, we were we were talking about this uh, yesterday when we were talking about what topics to talk about. Like, do you find that certain songs bring you back to just certain times and places? I mean, I can I know the answer to this question, but. Uh, I, I want to hear like if you have any specific like oh, songs that bring absolutely, you back. absolutely, yeah. Well, before I get into that, because I have a rap sheet of those types of songs, um, I found that uh, Bad Wolf song, the Hollow Moon one by okay. Wall Nation. Yeah. So let me just play it. Um, I'm gonna like scroll through. So you, you've probably not heard it, huh? Never heard it. Yeah, because like you probably rarely listen to the radio. Uh, I listen to XM radio every once on my drive to work and stuff like that. But usually but it's country station or yeah, like, it's top country 40 XM hits. radio. <laughs> so or top forty. Uh, top forty. So here's here's the kicker part right here. I'm gonna just bring the song, the thing back so you can listen to it. This is why it's so catchy. Huh. Do you hear it? Yeah. Well, yeah. So some people who listen to this podcast may have heard that song before. And that thing just sometimes a little bug will fly in my ear in the form of a song. And it won't get out until <laughs> until I've indulged it like and put another bug in your ear <laughs> two hundred times. I'm not kidding, dude. Like I was just fascinated with that song, and I had it on. I remember in particular one time I went to the gym, and that song was just on repeat for. Um, I mean, motivation. I, I had it. Yeah, no, I had it on repeat. Oh, you had it for I the entire. The gym had it on repeat. No, I was like, I had what kind of gym repeat. do you go to? They just put the same song on repeat. <laughs> They're fans of AWOL Nation, so no, they, uh, they, yeah, I just had it on repeat for the like entirety of my workout, and then some. Like it was just, and I find that when I do that, like it's kind of a way that I like hyper uh, familiarize myself with the song. Like, okay, I just like get real intense. Like I'm paying it paying attention to every little nuance and like, what's he doing here? And there's another aspect to music for me, which, um, which is the production and recording side of it. Right. Yeah. So 
I hear a sound and my mind kind of goes nuts with it. Like, how did they do that? Like, what did they, where did they put the mic to get that sound? Did they use a virtual instrument? Um, is he layering his vocals like four times, five, ten times? Like, what is going on? Yeah, I remember. So, that's pretty interesting because I remember when I, uh, just recently, when I think we were in, uh, when I came to visit you back in uh, September of last year, or if it was on a retreat, and I was introducing you to uh, a country artist that I was listening to, John Pardee, and I played you a couple songs, and you're like, listen to it, and you're like, oh yeah, there's some auto-tune in there. And I'm like, dude, I didn't even hear that. But it's it's funny how your, your, your ears go to that, where mine kind of go differently, just based on our experiences. And like you said, you have more of the music production side of things. And uh, your ear can go to something different than my, my ear goes to, where we're hearing the same sounds, but we pick out something completely different. Yeah, matter perception, kind of. Yeah. And it's based on our experiences. I think that kind of speaks to this whole idea of like how music is... It, mean, it can mean so much. I, I think music is one of those things that um, people can relate to universally, right? It's a, it's a rare person that like gives a flying rat's ass about music. Yeah. It may not be all the same type of music, but somebody usually have some sort of musical uh, appreciation. Right. So it kind of speaks to that, but um, like the universality of music and it's everywhere, man. Like as long as I swear, as long as humans have been able to produce sounds with their voice, music has been a thing and I I wish we would have looked into this a little bit more or had a music expert or like some like anthropologist person come on and like evolutionary biologist or something to explain uh, the evolutionary advantage to music. Right. Yeah. Because music, like when you hear it, it's a pleasing thing. Uh, It's associated with euphoria. It releases dopamine. It's, it's similar to smells and like the olfactory system and that it, when, when you hear a certain song, it can just like transport you back to that time when you first heard that song, like strongly associated with memories, which by the way, brings me back to that question that you asked me yeah. a while ago before I got sidetracked with a wall nation. <laughs> um, Songs that bring you back to certain times of your life. Yeah. And not even like getting into the why of it. I think we could drive ourselves nuts trying to think of why or how, but suffice it to say, there are tons of songs that just take me right back to, um, times in my life, certain periods of my life. Uh, how about, I don't know if this album has the same, um, meaning for you. I think Joe might be able to relate. Uh, I know some other people at camp would be able to relate, but the album uh, Gravity by Our Lady Peace. Oh, my God. That brings me back to summer for sure. That takes me back to summer of 03 or 02, I think it was, when um, Creighton Green, we were roommates, and his girlfriend sent him that album. And back in the day, we didn't have like Spotify or... No. No, whatever. We didn't have music on demand. We had a CD player and, and we could only pack so many CDs and it it wasn't even that. It's just that we put that in the CD player and we, I think we just kind of like it, it 
stayed there. Man, I have to go and, back and listen to that CD, man. At least some of the songs off that yeah, CD. Yeah, do because, it today. That's a oh, good one. Oh man, that that totally like that. Things, songs, and, and albums that remind me of camp. Our Lady Peace is one of them. Jimmy Eat World. Anytime I hear Jimmy Eat World, um, this band called Chosen by Chance was a pretty good one that I that brings me back. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, um, man, oh Jack Johnson. That's another that reminds me of camp. Jack Johnson. Yeah. So those were all like I remember just like being obsessed with those songs during the summer. And then anytime I hear any of those type of songs. It reminds me of camp, and I have similar. I mean, I, I guarantee you, every listener that that can relate to uh, to that feeling, where there's a certain song or an album or an artist, even that might bring you back to a uh, a a good or bad time in your life that you think back upon. And you know, with the with the passing of Chris Cornell recently, uh, there's a you know, the first Audio Slave CD um, came out when I was a I want to say I was either a senior senior in uh, high school or freshman in college because I remember that December of freshman year of college my buddy Evan same guy who introduced me to all the other kind of music um, we were it was winter break and uh, we were rocking the audio slave CD in my old Jeep Cherokee 1986 Jeep Cherokee freezing ass cold uh, and just rocking audio slave on winter break and just driving around San Luis Obispo California and just you know playing every and single song and that's, that's your jam every time I hear that CD, like I can picture myself and feel myself in that car again. Cold. Oh yeah. Listen to that music, just rocking it out. So, dude, I got one for you. Here we go. Where does it take you? Uh, Our Lady Peace, dude. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. I can picture crates on on the uh, on the ocean right now, freaking uh, sailing small boats. <laughs> Drink, drinking a cactus cooler yeah. uh, Putting sun in, in our air Jesus. Yeah dude oh, I'm not Yeah I When I need to like Feel the camp Stuff I like put this one on For sure Wow the, Like the entire album Will do it for me Remember uh, uh, Remember our Our, our uh, video we made With Coldplay In the background That song Always takes me back Scientist Yeah Yeah Yep. Saving Saving CCV. Yeah, we did a Saving Private Ryan yep. remake. Oh my god! Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, mine and Cameron. So uh, our buddy Cameron um, at camp, and before we wax too nostalgic with camp and lose all of our seven listeners, um, I think it's grown to eight now. I think we're at eight. Eight. Yeah. Eight. Eight listeners. Eight. Well, before we lose those eight listeners. Uh, just uh, yeah, we we had our uh, filmmaking debut by uh, using our little point-and-shoot cameras uh, and f- kind of like we stormed the beaches of Cherry, uh, the camp where we worked, and uh, did a lot of editing, and it was really fun. It's good stuff. It was. It was. So, um, yeah. All right, Brian. Here we go. Okay. Favorite artist? Oof. That's a... That's, t- that's a, another... I mean, that's a tough question to, to answer specifically uh favorite artist like who's in your top let's just say for me like it really if if we go based on how often i listen to them like it really kind of it goes back and forth between like or it circles around like five different artists probably yep um but i and you considering bands as part of artists not just just, oh yeah yeah so 
I would say favorite artist. You can't say Justin Bieber. Dang it. What am I else am I going to choose then? Well, no, um, no, you can. I'm sorry. You, but you can include bands as well. Okay, gotcha. That's that's the point. Um, I uh, Top five. Uh, Brooks and Dunn. Chris Ledoux. The Offspring. Metallica. Huh. And Garth Brooks. Top five. Yours? It's funny. None of those are in my top five. <laughs> not surprised one bit. You're not surprised? No, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, Maybe Garth Brooks would be in your top five, but I, I don't even... I mean, I know you appreciate he, him, but he's not... I don't. Want, I appreciate him. Yeah, but I don't like... It's not like he's in my top five, like I know his repertoire, forward and backward. Yeah. Um, if we're kind of going by that standard, by whose repertoire I know... Um, it's so tough. I'd have to say Jimmy Eat World. Uh, that that is not surprising one bit. It's not one. Yeah, I know. Look, well, I don't know. It's funny, too, because it's so funny. Like, why do certain bands speak to certain people so, like, so poignantly? Maybe because... Like, sorry, I interrupted you. No, you go. You go. I said maybe because the time you hear them in your life uh it, it plays a certain impact on it so like jimmy that was in your your teen years man when you're growing up and it just kind of probably huge. spoke yeah. to you um and kind of gave you the feelings and kind of either got you through certain things or re- you related to topics or uh well maybe not topics cuz you don't listen to lyrics but just kind of helped you through that yeah, um, I well i don't <laughs> not listen to lyrics help you through Jeez. help you through certain times you know or bring you joy in yeah. certain times and so that makes complete sense that jimmy world was in that you know development years in your teens and uh you will always have a connection to them that that just similar to the offspring of Metallica no, for me yeah that's i mean that's absolutely true and i think that i think we could draw a correlation with that like most people they you always hear that um like back in my day, like music used to be awesome, yeah. kind of thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And I'm I'm reminded of this South Park episode. I'm not sure if you've seen it, but it's the app. It's the episode where Stan starts to become, like he starts to see the world as um, I, I guess what they're trying to portray is like growing up, and everything he hears and sees is literal shit. <laughs> like, do you, have you seen that episode? No, I have not. No, it's okay. So he's like, he wakes up in the morning. It's just like, it's like, good morning, South Park. Blah, 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 blah. And then like slowly it just keeps like, like interjecting like fart noises. So it's like, good morning, South Park. Like, and he just starts to get really depressed about it. And like his <laughs> teachers are talking and like, he's seeing like just crap flying out of their mouth. And so they think they, he has this disorder, but like basically he just like identifies that, what's happening is he's growing up <laughs> and uh, that's a really, yeah, that's a funny one. But like, I, I think that kind of speaks to that point of like something happens neurochemically or just physiologically in our brains. I'm sure at one point our parents were just like us. I mean, I know they were, they were teenagers and they grew up during the sixties and seventies. Like when like music was a hot, like that was like, pushing the forefront of society and culture. And like, they were part of this like revolution. Um, and now my parents like music serves a totally different function in their life. 
they still relate to it, but you know, they have like way different priorities. Yeah. Whereas like when, yeah. when we were teens, like all I could think about was music and how important it was to me, you know? Yeah. So, no, I mean, I, I, maybe that's just, you know, your parents though. Uh, you know, cause think about, no, could be. think about like guys like Aerosmith, you know, they're, they're in their later years and music is still a priority to them, you know? So, well, I mean, I, I think I'm speaking in general, like the average person, yeah, right? I, I would, I would say that yes. Average that's... person's not Steven Tyler, Brian. <laughs> I'm just saying, I just saying, just saying. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah, that's a good point. So getting back to my list, uh, Jim Atkins, yeah, Jimmy Eat World. Um, I have to throw Sufjan Stevens up there. Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sufjan Stevens. You've never even heard of him, have nope. you? Nope. Dude. And he's in your top. I'd say I'd say do yourself a favor, but you probably wouldn't even get it. Wow. Wow. Thanks. Thanks for thinking so highly of me that I wouldn't get your music. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's like an interesting point too. That I used to be like very evangelical about music. Have you ever I'm sure you were at some point in time, right? How do you how Where, do you mean like what what I mean is like you almost could have been like your band, your favorite band or artist could have been like, "Hey, Go preach my gospel, and oh, you'd have been like, 100%. you'd have been like, oh yeah, one hundred percent, oh yeah, and then you would have been in everyone's face about it, like, yep. the Offspring is the best thing ever. I'm, listen to this song. Listen to this. I'm song. I'm pretty sure I did song. do that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I totally did that. I wanted to know and, everything about them, and I wanted to be up to date on stuff, and I wanted to go back to their yeah. old stuff, and oh yeah, yeah. Here's the thing about that though, like, as I. I used to do that where I used to kind of be every, in everyone's face about it. Like, well, if you, if you just hear this Jimmy world song, then you'll see how great they are yeah. or see how great the song is. And then you'll love them just like I love them, which as a matter of fact, isn't really true. No. Like, and it's probably better that it's not. I mean, it works out that way. Like, here's the thing that I think that's kind of evolved as I've gotten older with music is I just don't care whether or not you like Jimmy Eat world because I like them and music speaks to me in a certain way. And I used to be, I used to be just like everyone else. I think where, I mean, I know I'm speaking in generalities, but like if someone was like, we use music to like slam people too. Like I made a joke about Justin Bieber, right? Yep. You, you don't like, 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 if you like Justin Bieber, there's something wrong with you, which is not at all true. In fact, I really like his last album. I'm not joking either. Like I've really gotten into it. Uh, but here's the matter. Here, here's the point that I'm trying to make is that music speaks to us in such unique ways. And I mean that in like the literal sense of unique, like um, it's very individual. So you could have a connection with a Miley Cyrus song that is just as strong or stronger that I've had with a Jimmy world song. That's just as special to you. And that's yours, you know, like, yep. And no one should like shame you for that. Or no one should take that away from you. It's like, who am I to say that, you know, while you were working at a boy scout camp or, 
your summer job at an amusement park that that song was playing all the time. And whenever you hear it now, it brings back really good memories yep. and you like the song. Like what's wrong with that? That that's kind of like, that's one area where I think growing up have, has been a good thing as far as music in my life. That's awesome. And rant. And rant. Let me pull that soapbox out from underneath you as you uh, step down. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> no, so I've I, gotten to go I've ahead. gotten to two artists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were you going to say again, Brian? I was going to just continue the conversation. So, what other artists did you got? You got? Oh, geez. Uh, it's so tough for me. I'd I'd probably say Red Hot Chili Peppers that are. Okay. Up there, like just as far as nostalgia goes, but it just, it changes like so often. 311 used to be a big old thing for me and now not so much. I think they kind of went the way of Weezer who used to be a real favorite of mine. And then they just, I don't know, like sometimes I hear their music now and I just cringe. They have new stuff. Dude, they put out a new album like every six months or some gar. It's like. The last album I got of theirs was Make Believe. I actually paid for it. I was that like loyal listener where I'd go buy their CD to support them. And I put that CD in my car. And I remember getting back to my house and l- sitting in my car and listening to the whole thing. And I shut it off. And I vowed at that point that I would never buy another Weezer CD. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it funny? Those bands that like you are religious to. And then they just put they out something that you, you just don't. Uh, you're just like, oh, you know that, what band that was for me? It was Metallica. And okay. my And when they put out St. Anger, I remember listening to it with my buddy Evan. And um, I listened to the whole CD and I was like, I was dumbfounded at the end of it. I was like, please just have a, a, a track at the end that says, yeah, this is a joke. We This is a joke CD. We're going to come out with the real shit soon. <laughs> like, I was waiting for it. Like I, it was nothing like their old shit and the stuff that I fell in love with, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is for me. This is horrible." Yep. <laughs> like I was like, "This is no way. This is Metallica," and I kind of just stopped listening to their new stuff after that, well, and I just listened to their old. So stuff. that kind of begs this question: that what does that speak to more? Is that the Metallica changed, or that you kind of grew and developed? I think it's one hundred percent Metallica changed. Okay, <laughs> that's my that's my thought for that specific for right. that specific. Uh, it's probably a little bit uh, of both. Yeah, I I would agree. But I would agree. I yeah, same with that Weezer album. I was just like, you got to be kidding, and I couldn't see it coming. Like, but if I look back at it now, hindsight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I kind of watched this slow decline of like, <laughs> like their first album was great, second was awesome, and then third was like. Eh. Fourth is like, yeah, fifth. You could say the same, like, uh, a lot of Metallica fans will say, like, you know, there's a lot of CDs after, you know, the Black album that it went, it was starting to go downhill for them too. And then St. Anger might have just been the the icing on the cake. But for me, I I say it kind of, for me, it came out of of the blue until all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. St. Anger. I was like, what is this crap? Like, please, I seriously remember saying, Please just have a bonus track at the end that says, "All right, this is a joke. Uh, this is a fake CD. The real stuff will come out later." Like, but no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh my goodness! Yeah, um, that's funny. So I think I've got to like three or four, 
this is why this terrible uh, this question is terrible for me. It's just so hard. Bony Bear, like that's a recent one that's just yep. kind of come to the forefront. But I could listen to that. He doesn't have that many. He doesn't have a huge repertoire, but um, could jam that out. Uh, I know I'm missing some, which whatevs. It happens. That's the thing about music, I guess. Is like it's like uh, it's kind of like food in that uh, you can overdo it. And you need yeah. and you need a break. Yep. Like if I ate Mexican yep. food for a week straight, I'd probably need a little break for Mexican food, even though I Correct. love Mexican food. Correct. Yeah, but there's certain music that you can listen to all the time, you know, and certain foods you can always kind of eat. And like for me, that's sushi, man. And I can always eat sushi, and I can always listen to some sort of you know country music. Uh, but I guess you need a break every once in a while. Oh, um, so you just negated what I. I know the point I, I was I making. Completely went, he, oh, okay. I would agree with the point. I would agree with your point. <laughs> I, after it came out of my mouth, I will I will retract my statement. And well, I, I got will you. No, I agree with you. I got you. There, but th- there's there's there is things. Um, I I mean I'm I'm notorious for not only having music ADD, but also like listening to once a new album comes out and just listen to it over and over and like only playing that, like yeah. only playing that oh, yeah. album over and over and over again. And I think it's cause you want to get familiar with the songs and you want to kind of get to know the music and kind of every time you listen to a song, you hear something different, especially uh, with, with new stuff. So I think that, um, yeah, I, that's one of the ways that like actually like fall in love with music is by repetition, by listening yeah. to it over and over. Right. So some Jimmy world albums have not, I guess you could say stacked up, but I see them all favorably and some like, I don't know. I think that speaks more to like me and just kind of a, I don't know, being a Jimmy worldophile, right? So they're going to put stuff out and I'm just going to listen to it on repeat until I've made an association with it and I love it. Yep. And that's kind of how it is with any new experience, whether it's music or not is like, I think the more you, get familiar with it, the more it becomes part of you. And I don't know, waxing real deep on that one. You are, you are. I mean, it, uh, it is a part of us. It is. I mean, it's just a, there's no other way about it. I mean, it, it music provides, you know, that, like you said before, that euphoria and sometimes it, it helps you. It's not always associated with positive things, right? Um, it, it could be a rough time in your life, you know, maybe an ex-girlfriend or, uh, your, uh, grandmother passed away, uh, or something to that effect that, um, you know, a certain song that reminds you of that time, um, still kind of brings those memories back. And that's not bad by any means. It's just, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just a way to just, uh, kind of remember. Yeah. Or, it's a song that you didn't really have any control over. Like it was just um, pushed in your face nonstop by, like you said, like if you were working like a amusement park or something. Yeah, or just on the radio. Like it's not that much. It's not that big of a deal now. But even still, remember the song um, "Happy" because like I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah. Like, don't play that song ever. <laughs> like just don't like I heard I've heard it 
enough for like seven lifetimes because it was played <laughs> so many times. And I mean, like maybe in 10 years, like you can play it once or I can hear it in a just department store and I'll be okay. That's funny. There, there are other songs like that. Like here's one. I guarantee you're going to feel the same sentiment. Hey, now you're an all-star. Get the game on. Go. Play. I love that song. You love that me? song? Yeah, yeah. Did you not hear All that song? All that glitters is gold. <laughs> Only shooting stars. Yeah, hell yeah. Love that song. Did you not hear that song a bajillion times in 1999? <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Okay, well, uh, I, retract, so, I retract my statement. Proof, proof right there that everybody has a different reaction to certain songs, so... How about this one? Here's here's one for you. Who let, let the, the dogs, dogs out? Lord, I had that CD. Uh, what was the Flamingo Brothers? Or what was their what was the name again? Oh God! Trop- what was their name? Something Brothers. No, it was yeah. Man, that was like, um, why why did we even like that song? <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Dude, we. That was like our that was like our coming out football song in high school. How about this one? Man. we're like we're like tearing down a path of memory lane. <laughs> Just like Lincoln Park, their their first C D. I, I would play actually I think both their CDs, my senior year of high school. On a, on a road trip to football. That was what I played. I listened to the entire CDs. Right. Like, on my way. Um, Man. Hmm. Blackhawk. Blackhawk. I, I, I just threw a curveball. I know. That's uh, yeah. That's a common thread Brian and I have. Or how about during Christmas time, Jordan? What do we always sing and listen to? During Christmas time? Oh, come, oh, come, <laughs> and ransom captive Israel. <laughs> music, man. Oh, man. So, I hope uh, our listeners enjoy music as much as we do because it is an important part of our life. It's, uh, I hope they enjoy it's... us singing these songs <laughs> as, as much as we do. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking <laughs> of singing songs... Yeah. It's a much better segue than the beginning of it. Yeah. What's up with our country band, man? I'm going to... Uh, that's a good question. I'm going to defer to my bandmate, Brian, for that one. Oh. <laughs> hey, how, how's it going? I'm Brian. Hey, Brian. I'm Jordan's bandmate. Hey, Brian. <laughs> In an unnamed country band. Uh, yeah, we've done like absolutely nothing with that since uh, we even th- started talking about it since January. But it's a goal. It's got some ideas out there. Um, we talked about it, and uh, we've gone absolutely nowhere with it. Well, um, that's not entirely true. I'm looking on... Uh, I'm just going to play some stuff here. Um, so we recorded just two little things, maybe three. I can't remember, but we were we were kind of double-focused. One on the podcast and two on the country band. Brian got himself a guitar, started taking lessons. And this is at a point in his life where um, 
he was kind of itching for something to do, like a, a, a change in his life. Um, suffice it to say, things have changed in his life, and, and now, like, I mean, you could... I have plenty to do. Yeah, you got plenty to do, including feed, feeding animals on a farm. Um, but let me, uh, let me play this, uh, first take of a song that we're trying to, uh, or we're thinking about called My Steel Pony. I don't know if, is it playing? All right. My Steel Pony, take one, dot com. Inspiration for that one comes from uh, my experiences of flying helicopters and taking in since you know it is a country album and you know kind of you know finding the uh, parallels between riding horses and flying helicopters. Yup. How about this one? Uh, is this one of ours? <laughs> it's somebody else's band. <laughs> Walking on the beach, you always used to say What if we could bring water and the waves swept us away Hand in hand, the sand, the sky filling up with stars Really wish you miss me Are we in the restaurant that time? We were eating pizza <laughs> Oh my gosh. I really wish That's you missed me. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun, dude. That is fun. Fun stuff. Yeah. So that's where it sits. Um, and uh, we're hoping to be able to spend some more time with that in the near future. But who knows? Who knows? Um, just a caveat here uh, John Pardee and Eric Church and Chris Stapleton. When you hear these songs, when you because you're clearly listeners to our podcast, don't steal them from us, please. Yeah, don't, or we'll sue you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, I found one more. Oh, man. I found one more. Here we go. Oh no! Here we go.
<laughs> a little riff right there. <laughs> all sloppy. That's uh, awesome. Do you know what that one was called? I don't remember what we, we what was that one? Grounded Gypsy. Grounded Gypsy, that's right. That's right. Yeah. A little uh, throwback to, uh, you know, ex-lovers. S-lovers. Ex-lovers. Ex-lovers. Yeah, um, well, that's a little taste of uh, kind of where mine and Brian's heads go when we try to do country music. <laughs> Not too shabby. Not too shabby. No, no. I'm afraid to listen to myself sing because I, I tell you, actually, I think during that retreat, we went back and listened to my buddy Evan, same music, Evan. Uh, during our senior year, we had a, oh, it wasn't yeah. really a mock rock. It was a talent oh, yeah. show. And <laughs> I decided that I would be brave enough to sing um, some uh, Nirvana and Bad Religion. And Oh my god, I was pretty so rough. horrible. It was so rough. I can't believe I was I went up there and did that and people didn't boo me off the stage. Um well so yeah, I uh have a little bit of uh worry that, you know, being the being a, a vocalist on that, because I don't have anything other than, than that to bring to the table. Because um, I have not played guitar in a long time. Well nor was I ever at a stage where I could play it. Well, fortunately for you, a lot of really famous pop musicians can't sing worth a damn either. Yeah, I don't want to be a famous pop musician, though. I don't need auto-tunes <laughs> over my voice, because then when we go into concert, you know, that's that's the... You can auto-tune it live. Do? Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I know. Seriously. I believe no, it. I mean, I believe that's, it. Just, that's just, uh, that should be motivation to just uh, practice and Not get suck. good. <laughs> yeah in all the in the vast amount of time that i have well i will start taking voice lessons you know but dude again in fairness time for what's important. it's true in fairness i gotta say back when i recorded my very first album chosen by chance i was like um i was a lot better at singing back then and okay. the reason was is because i was doing it daily like i was in choir and i was exercising my voice and um practicing all these like i didn't see it as practice at the time i just saw it as like ugh, gotta go to choir yeah but the fact of the matter is my voice is being exercised um i was practicing a lot of technique um albeit inadvertently to um strengthen my voice and to stay on pitch and to uh you know control breathing like all these things that really yeah. helped out when it came time to record that album Dude, I've laid down some tracks recently that make me want to throw up. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, what is wrong with me? I, I used to be able to sing like what I thought was on pitch, but it doesn't help that I'm sick too. But um, no, no. All, all that to say, it's yeah, it's kind of what you said. What you make time for? If you uh, want to do singing, practice singing. Well, I mean, here here's a here's a overarching you know like you know why talk about music um and why talk about this country band for our listeners and what it comes down to is find that you know it's going to sound cheesy as hell but find that thing that you have that goal for that that love right and uh reach out there and you know it, you might you might only address it every once in a while once every few months or maybe once a year or whatever it may be in, in terms of getting that goal but i think it's important to have those way off goals to hopefully uh, uh, go out there and achieve because 
um, it kind of provides some joy and, and some uh, some aspiration to, to do something big, you know. And so find something that you're not comfortable with, you know, whether it be making a country album or, you know, maybe starting learning a podcast. how to. Yeah, starting a podcast or, you know, learning how to uh, do underwater basket weaving. Like find something that, that, that might be difficult for you that you've always wanted to do and, and go out there and pick it out, man. And at least try. Pick up a book on it and start reading and do a little bit of research or just, just uh, I don't know, just get out there and do it. That's my motivational Live thought your life. of the day, man, is uh, go out there, you know. All the cliches you can think of. Life is short, man. Go out there well, and do it. Um, yeah, and that's kind of a, I don't know, I love the topic of goals. I'd love to explore that more, but we're kind of winding down the time yeah. of our podcast. So I think we can kind of admonish people to pursue one goal in particular, Brian. Spread the word of however, comma. That's one of them. <laughs> the other one that I'm thinking is set, do yourselves a flavor, set a goal today to not be a dick. Don't be a dick. Just do it. Don't set set that goal and then accomplish it. Right? Oh, uh, I don't be a dick. Yes. And, please set that goal and and uh, please be good at, at accomplishing that goal. Yeah. And and listen to some music. You'll make the world a better place. Treat yourself. Treat yourself to some music. Treat uh, yourself. Share some music with people. Do all the things with music. And you know what? Y'all just have a great day. Happy Sunday to you. And we'll see you next week for our uh, last episode of the season. Last episode of the season. Take care, Brian. See you, Jordan. talking about the new hit movie it's a great comedy it's starring and i saw the movie last night big harry and it made me laugh so hard this movie's about a he was suddenly all like oh, that's funny oh, man, that's real great. funny big harry mike in the morning we'll talk more about it but let's get to some music the new tween wave band with their song